Welcome to Shoulder Charge, a rugby league podcast. On the show this week, I'm joined by the Bradford Bulls fullback, Elliot Hall. He discusses his career so far, including only starting playing the sport at 18 while at university. Also, the former Batley man offers an insight into the successful 2021 season for Batley Bulldogs. Also, find out how he's finding it so far at the Bradford Bulls. That and more on Shoulder Charge. You, growing up, um, I read you didn't get involved into rugby league like, until quite late on. Um, so, how come? Yeah, so I started. Um, obviously, I'm originally from um, from down south, um, not far from London. And um, growing up at school, played rugby union uh, predominantly, um, and just sort of didn't really have many opportunities to get involved in rugby league. So that was when it was only when I got to to Loughborough University when I was eighteen. I saw it was on offer and um, I jumped at the chance to, to get involved because I've grown up watching it all my life. Um, my, both my parents are Australian, so I've, you know, I've watched the NRL growing up. Um, but yeah, so once I, once I had the opportunity to try it, I loved it. Um, it sort of, I felt that the game suited me as, as an outside back with its with the pace of the game and you know not having to hang around for scrums and things like that so um, i really enjoyed that and then um in that year um i made the england universities team um and then from there um i joined um COVID, well london london scholars actually was my first um semi-professional club um that being being from london that that's what that's how i i ended up there um and then i went to coventry bears um and again really enjoyed that had a good season there um and then um 2020 i moved up to, to workington but then unfortunately that was that was a covid that was a covid year um so i only had a few only had about five games there but i really enjoyed that and potentially had covid not happened um i could seriously have seen myself there for a while because i really enjoyed that and the club is a really good club with, with great people um and then and then yeah and then and then Moved back down to Leeds and joined Batley. Um, had an opportunity in the championship there, which I really, which again, um, really wanted to prove that I could make that step up, and I felt I did that. Um, and and I, once again, really enjoyed my time at Batley. Um, that was a really, again, really good club, um, really good family club. And then an opportunity arose to join Bradford. So I've been all, a bit all over the place, um, but I feel like you know I just wanted to. With my career, I just wanted to sort of starting late and starting when I was only eighteen. Um, I've always wanted to just take each, each opportunity as you know, in my eyes, as the next natural progression. Um, and so that's what I've done. And, and yeah, obviously at Bradford at the minute, but really enjoying that. Yeah. So you were playing rugby union. Did you not see yourself playing, you know, properly for rugby union? No, no. I mean, I. I just wanted. I say, like I said, when I got to university and, and I saw it was an offer, I just uh, with the, the the nature of rugby league, it's just something that I've always wanted to play, and so I just wanted to give it a try. And as I said, once I did, really enjoyed it, and um, it's sort of only given me um, good good experiences. So I'm really grateful that I did um, give it a try. Um, 
and so yeah, I'm really enjoying it. So was it easy just going on to rugby league then, or did you find anything you know you had to adjust to? Not really, to be honest. I mean, obviously as a fullback, it's a bit different with um, sort of defensively, but um, as an outside back, it is quite. I felt it was quite a natural progression. Maybe if I was a forward, forward, it might have been a bit more of a of a difficult transition. But I felt I managed to to to, to make the transition quite easily. Um, being a back um, and and yeah, as I said, the speed of the game, um, the fact that you know you're, you're so much more involved, which is what I love um, compared to compared to Union. But yeah, as I say, it, it, I didn't find it too too difficult, luckily. So you was at Loughborough. What did you study there? So I studied sports science with management, um, and then um, obviously COVID year after I graduated, and that then COVID year hit, um, and then. That's when I decided to do a master. I'm doing a master's at Leeds Beckett at the minute. Um, so that's what sort of me took me to the, the Leeds area, um, and, coinc- and co- um, co- coincided with me joining Batley. Um, so that worked out really well because I've always wanted a good a good work play balance. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, rugby rugby's a short career, but you know I, I really want to make sure I have a good a good some good opportunities off the field as well. So that's what I I want to keep pursuing both avenues and see what happens. So with the sports science stuff, can you sort of put that into what you're doing with rugby league, or is there anything uh, you can yeah. apply? Uh, I mean, I'm doing. I mean, I did a lot more of the management side of sport, but yeah, I did do the sports science bit at, at Loughborough, and I suppose so. It's um, it's uh, it's all if, if you take your rugby seriously, and you know, you, you, it's quite simple. You don't eat, you know eat the right yeah. things, get enough sleep, drink enough water. So just the basics, really. But you know, I don't get too technical. I'll leave that to the to the SNC guys. But um, but yeah, it certainly helps in, in basic um, healthy lifestyle aspect. Yeah. So would you say you like pretty healthy then, or do you do you like go out partying and stuff as well? No, uh, well, I think like you know, I'm. It's a funny one when you're at uni. It's uh, you got to get a, the right balance. It's a hard. It's hard because sometimes your friends, when you're at uni, your friends all say, "Let's go out, let's go out," but you can't because you've got training that the day after, or you've got a even a run throughs so or then the game. So there's not really any chances to go out. So I guess in that sense, if you you know if you take it seriously, there are a few sacrifices to be made while you're at university. But um, for me, I don't really, I didn't really mind that because you know I wasn't. I I much prefer to. To, to, to get an early night and then and, and be best prepared as possible so um yeah it didn't it, it wasn't too difficult in that sense but there definitely were a few sacrifices to be made yeah yeah and so going from playing at university to then going into league one it was was that a big rise for you was it a big step up yeah i think the first season was yes um it's a just, just not, not in terms of. Um, I think just in terms of the things I had to learn. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot more things that I had to get to grips with and understand um, to be able to, you know, c- um, compete effectively at that level. And um, but in terms of sort of just the natural, natural um, attributes of a rug- of rugby league, I think I, I found that bit that transition okay. Um, but as I said, I'm always you know looking to learn and and develop, and um, I feel every year I, I am doing that. Um, so you know, some things that if, if that when people start at 13, 14, that they've just been doing naturally since you know they've been in an academy or even playing for their 
the local amateur team. So there's some things that I've had to pick up late, but um, as I said, I feel like I'm picking all these things up as quick as I can. And, and um, yeah, always looking to, to learn and, and um, develop every chance I can get. So. And obviously a lot of people come through like maybe amateur sides or academies. Do you not feel you've missed out on anything or, you know, yeah. as your, does, does your background, is, is that just yeah. as good? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, I don't think I've missed out on anything to be honest, because, um, you know, talk, talk about the England, the, the England universities and the universities pathway. A few people have said it, but that is such a viable pathway for anyone that wants to progress in rugby league to championship level, league one championship, semi-professional level. Um, because a lot of those guys as well, they, they might not have played rugby league before either. And so that's that's sort of, and but then to so many people that have played university rugby league that have progressed, um, that you know, the year group that I was with, the Student World Cup team that went to Australia in 2017, probably three quarters of that team are now playing semi-professionally. Or have played semi-professionally so um that is such a, a viable pathway to to learn and develop and progress further so i'm obviously very grateful for for um for that opportunity yeah and then playing uh, with coventry birds you had a pretty good season there to tell us a bit about that year yeah um obviously coventry it's a, it's a, it's a, that's they're a great team because they they punch above their weight every year and they always cause upsets um but I, I personally i managed to have a good year i think i scored 17 tries um and you know that that's sort of scoring tries is something that i want to that i pride myself on and i'll try and i feel it's a point of difference for me um but yeah as i said really enjoyed that year and and um and i guess that 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 year gave me the opportunity to to go up to Workington, which was um, a bit of a, a lifestyle change for me. Um, I, I basically I uprooted my life and moved up to Carlisle. Um, so I was based in Carlisle there, which is obviously only half an hour from, from Workington. But um, as I said, the only reason that I possibly, I'm not still at Workington was because of just the limited job opportunities because of the COVID, because of COVID and everything. Um, but that, that year at Workington, well, I say that year, those few months at Workington, were yeah were really enjoyable um because the people there are so um you know anyone will do anyone anyone will do anything for anyone um at, at that club um so that was a really um that was a really good enjoyable few months yeah so you've been pretty much up and down the country are, are you sort of a traveler then are you not bothered about you know missing home yeah. and stuff no, no, I'm not. I'm not bothered about the travel or, or moving away, away from home at all. I mean, I mean, when I was at school, I went to school down in Brighton, so I was a, a weekly boarder there. So I, I was there at school four nights a week, and I'd only be home on the weekends. So I'm, I think I'm used to being away from home. But yeah, I don't mind at all wherever I play, wherever that is. So um, I'm used to, to to moving around quite a bit, um, but I think now that um, my work opportunities have, have developed. I'll, I'll think I'll, I'll be based in Leeds anyway for the near future. Yeah. So uh, with starting in League One and adapting to it really well, did you sort of shock yourself that, like, whoa, I've got all these tries just in my, my first yeah, season? I, su- I suppose so. But like I said, I think, you know, I, I, I believe in my ability and I know, I think, I, you know, I know what I can do. Um, 
and you know given given the opportunities um i feel i can i can take those so um i think possibly surprise myself in the sense that you know it's a new sport and it's a new it's a bit of a different a few things to adjust with like i mentioned earlier but um but yeah obviously i'll, I'll always back myself and um yeah worked out and you've got a bit of a rugby league uh, history in in your family just tell us a, a bit about that yeah so as i mentioned both parents are australian but it's my dad's dad so my granddad um he um was quite a big name back in the day he played for australia um and was in the nrl hall of fame and the australian team of the century um so he played as a prop um and was nominated to be an immortal not so long ago i think 2018 in the latest round of indu- of inductees with um so he was nominated with mal meninga and wally lewis and some, some big names um so i was lucky enough to go over to australia for that um, awards ceremony which was a pretty cool experience um but but yeah so he's um he's been a big influence as well you know like we're talking about why why i got involved in rugby league as well he having that sort of i guess in my rugby league in my blood as well um that that really uh, inspired me to give it a go and see where it takes me um and as i said it's um i'm grateful that i, I did because i've really enjoyed it so far so um with him being australian then did you see see much of your granddad then or not um, yeah i saw him a bit when i was younger but then um, unfortunately, he, as as I sort of got old enough to really appreciate his um, career and everything, he was getting a bit old. So he was in, he was in a nursing home at the time, but um, but obviously my dad's you know t- tells me how of how much of an influential yeah. career and how the name he was. So yeah. So do you reckon, like you know, with that being in the family, do you think the that sort of you know in the genes sort of thing does anything get passed down, or do you think it's you know, all not like that. Apparently, um, apparently he was quite quick. So I'll say I'll get my speed from him and definitely yeah. not my dad. But um, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So probably yeah, the speed, my speed in that sense. But um, can't say it's uh, yeah the the physique because I'm not <laughs> definitely not a prop. But but yeah. Yeah, and you're playing with Bradford now and he also played at Odsall, didn't he, in, yeah. in sort of a historic yeah. game. Tell yeah. us about so that. He came, over, he came over for two two tours with Australia to Great Britain and one of those games was at Odsall um, and they, they called it the Battle of Odsall because um, I think he uh, get, um, took someone out with a swinging arm or something like that. Whether that was intentional or not, I'm not sure. Probably intentional. And then um, he... As he was getting escort, he had to get escorted off the pitch by police, and um, down the tunnel, he was getting rocks and stones thrown at him. So that was uh, that was quite a funny story, but as well, quite you know, it's, it's quite amazing that you know I'm playing on that same pitch now that he that he did. So, and even a few others, I think he's played at Workington as well on a tour. Um, so it's quite a good feeling to know that I'm playing on these pitches where where he he stepped on the field as well. So that's that's really good. Yeah, so would you say your best asset is the pace then as a player? Yeah, I think it is. It's, you know, sometimes you can't defend against pace and um, I think that's just one of the attributes that I I feel I have and, and um, definitely helps me stand out at points during games. So, um, yeah, I think that's probably the main my main attribute. Yeah, and... 
coached under John Keir uh, this year. What is he like as a coach? Yeah, like he's his um, you know his uh, coaching experience and uh, accolades speak for themselves. And I've really enjoyed, you know, I think that's the other thing for for me being um, possibly starting a bit later. Um, opportunity to uh, you know because I always want to learn um, and develop. And I think when the opportunity arose to join Bradford as well. And John being the coach, I think that was just another natural progression for me to learn um, even more from from someone like him. Um, you know, he knows his stuff really well. He's, he's so experienced, and um, yeah, he always goes on about rugby league's a simple game. Um, you know, if you defend, if you defend hard, and, and you're resilient, and you don't make any errors, and you complete your sets, and you're going to win. And it's true. And you know, he's obviously got a bit of an old um, old school mentality in that sense. But that's really all you need to win games most of the time. So, um, yeah, I'm really um, enjoying learning from his experience, and um, yeah, it's, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, and and with playing at different clubs, obviously different coaches, different ideas. You was with Craig Lingard at Batley as well. Um, yeah. Is that helping you, like, be a rounded player and? knowledge of like different styles and stuff like that yeah you know definitely i've enjoyed i played i've really enjoyed the coaches i've played for so far in, in my short time um like you say chris thorman um at workington as well um but yeah craig lingard and john um but um but yeah it's it i've it, it's given me yeah a different outlook but as i said it's you go to any club you go to. It, every coach says the same things most of the time. Where, like I said, you've got to complete your sets. You've got to make minimal errors, and you'll win. But, um, but yeah, I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed the different the different um, game plans and styles of the coaches that I've played for. And, and as I said, every coach that I have played for has definitely had a um, a profound impact on my career so far. So I'm I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. And with these clubs, you know, started in League One, then you moved on to Championship, and then you've done a bit of a step up with Bradford. You seem to be looking for a new challenge, like pushing yourself. Is that something that you're doing? Like, you know, I want to get better and better each year. Yeah, yeah definitely. I always want to get better each year. I want to keep learning. And um, and as I said, these, um, I want to keep. You know, every time I get on the pitch, I want to try and, you know, obviously show what I can do. Um, and and if opportunities arise that I feel will benefit me um, in the future and make me a better player, then then that's what I'll do and I'll take those. So um, and that's what I feel I've done so far. I guess ultimately to to get where I am in the short period of time, I've had to do that. And yeah. Do you set yourself targets of reaching a certain point, or do you just take it as it as it comes? I think yeah. Every year I want to. Every year I set myself targets. Um, but for for example, that step up from League One to Championship at Batley, that I really wanted to prove a point there that I could make that step up to myself. Um, and I felt I did that. Um, and then and yeah, and then every every year I just want to. I've got yeah. I've got individual goals that I set myself. Um, sometimes there are obstacles along every season that sometimes hamper those but um, I, I, yeah ultimately I just want to be the best player I can be I want to do the best um, for the team um, mainly um, and then by doing that hopefully um, I have a good a good um, game or a good year individually as well yeah 
So with Bradford, you know, uh, Super League ambitions, lots of Super League players, you know, former experience in Super League. Um, obviously, opportunities for you have been limited this year so far. Although you made, so you was in the subs bench uh, last weekend. Uh, is it? So what? What have you learned like playing with them, and what has John Kerr said that you know to get into this squad? Yeah. Um... I think, unfortunately, I had that, a, a bit of an injury in pre-season, which, which prevented my, my, my start at my time at Bradford. You know, I, I think it's really important when you join any club, you want to make an impact straight away. Um, I, 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 I was a bit disappointed because I didn't, I didn't feel I did that um, as well as I wanted to because of that injury, um, which I, th- I think set me back a bit. Um, but you know, at the same time. I know that you know that when I do get opportunities, whenever they are, that I'll, I'll, I want to take them. Um, I, you know, I'll be trying every 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 game, every training session to show what I can do. Um, and I think, you know, you, you look back at the time at Batley, and my role changed a bit there because um, I was I came off more. Of, I ended up being more of, a, of an impact player off the bench, and that's something that I never done before. I never had done before, but. Um, it actually sort of made <laughs> made a name for myself doing that, um, and I think by doing that, I learned that you know because sometimes I'd come on for the last fifteen twenty minutes um, to to make an impact, and I think by doing that, I learned that how important it is just to, to make your opportunities um, to stay ready, and you never know when you'll get when you'll get an opportunity, um, and then when you do get an opportunity, to make sure you take the, take them. Um, so I think that's just really my mindset now at Bradford. Um, obviously, while learning from these, like you say, these great, these 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 good players, these good experienced players, um, who again, you know, pass on little things and you know, pick up pick up stuff pick up stuff wherever I can. Um, but when opportunities arise, yeah, I want to show what I can do and want to be ready. So yeah, and do you think obviously you want to be starting, but coming on? At- you have to prove a point. You have to make an impact to then cement your position in the in the squad. Do you think that sort of works in your favour rather than starting? Because then you you know you're not sort of under pressure. If you aren't starting, you've got to perform. So you, you give yourself that bit of extra pressure. Yeah, no. Look, every player wants to start, of course. Um, I, I would, I would, of course, I'd like, I would, I would want to prefer to start, but. Um, I want to be in, but ultimately I want to be involved how, in whatever capacity that capacity that is. If I am on the bench, then I'll know that that my job is to come on and make an impact, and f- that's best for the team. Um, you know, at the end of the day, rugby league is a sep- every person on the team, on that seventeen players that take the field, all have a role to play, um, and whether that's yeah, whether that's whether I, I'm starting a game or coming off the bench. Everyone's got to make an impact, um, so that's also, that's ultimately what I'll, I'll, I want to do every time I play. Yeah. So last year you got to the playoffs with Batley, and and you came up against Bradford as well, didn't you? And mm-hmm. but you was also part of the media team. Was that weird, like being part yeah. of both teams? Yeah, it was a funny one because um, leading up to that Bradford game, obviously I I. I a few months before that, I joined Bradford in an employment capacity. Yeah, as part of the media team, like you say. But um, from a Batley perspective, I hadn't, 
I hadn't um, played the last few games before that, so because of August time, late August time, um, and I was I was thinking, oh, I hope I'm I hope I'm playing for this this Bradford game because you know I want to I know you know I really want to add value to the team and show what I can do. And, um, but leading up to the game in the office at Bradford, everyone was saying, oh, you better not score, you better not be playing, um, you know, don't knock us out. Um, and then when I found out I was in the team um, again, as I said, in that on the bench. Um, I was obviously really happy because you know I wanted to show that even though I'm working at Bradford, um, I'm still a Batley player, um, and I wanted to show you almost my allegiance to, to the club I'm playing for, um, as any player should. But um, and then it just turned out that as I said, I came on in the last about ten minutes. We were winning by a try, um, and then I just I think it was only my first or second touch of the ball. I got the ball out the back and I saw a gap and I just went went for it and went for the got to the try line um just um obviously you have to check it but um you know that was a good feeling because I think having having had my role change to be on that bench as that that impact player um I think that really just sort of summed up my year um and um so I was really pleased that I managed to get over and sort of just Sort of just summarised my my role for the year. So, um, as I said, about making that impact for the team um, and doing doing the, and taking that opportunity when it arose because it was it was limited and and I managed to, to do that. So, and that was a funny feeling. But then obviously everyone in the uh, office the week after was uh, was uh, joking and laughing, saying, "I told you not to score. I told you not to score." But yeah, I just had to. Um, I was just still a Batley player at the time. Yeah. And um, Batley last year obviously shocked quite a few people by getting into the playoffs and then even going as far as you did. Uh, obviously, Batley don't have the um, the funds that other clubs have, like Bradford and whatnot. But you know they, they got in there and they're doing it again this year. It seems like they're doing pretty well this year. What do you think it? Has, what do you think Batley have that other other teams can't have? Don't have. Um, it's just that 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 um, that family spirit that you know they just that winning man- winning mentality. They know um, they've they got a resilience that you know that, that I said if you're resilient in, in and you and you don't make any errors and you complete your sets then then you win. They'll never go away. Um, but I think when I was there last year and clearly they're doing it again this year. Everyone just works hard for each other. You know. They're, they're such a close knit group, and, of, and again, but they're coached as well to a really good standard. Craig Lingard, also Mark Mox, and the assistant, um, they prepare for every game really well. Um, and I think even this year, you know, they can't. I don't think really Batley should be considered underdogs anymore, or, or a team that are. Oh, it's just Batley. They've last year and again this year, they're clearly showing that they're a team that can compete in the top six. And they deserve that because um, having been there last year, I've seen how hard that everyone works there, and and um, yeah, they deserve obviously every success because they they yeah they do it they do everything the right way, yeah. um, and they are they are a very good club, and um, yeah, there's some good people there. So, do you think it's um, like? So is it in terms of the player mentality? Then is has he got the recruitment right with the attitude? And and how does how does Craig Lingard create 
a togetherness culture like that. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's definitely. I think that that togetherness culture accounts a lot more than than bringing in star names and star players because it just shows that if you've got the team that are, are willing to work hard for each other, it goes a lot further. But um, it's just. I think he just knows his players well. He knows um, he knows how they how they operate. Um, there's a few obviously uh, more experienced players in there that are a bit older, um, but even in even in the S and C sessions, the S and C coach knows the players so well that they know that if they're a bit sore on the Monday or Tuesday that Tuesday session that you know you don't need to um, go as hard this gym session because you need to manage your body. And so I think. Like I said, it's just like a family. Like everyone, everyone's um, everyone's willing to work hard for each other. It's, it's it's and I don't know if it's something that can be that can be taught, um, but it's definitely part of the culture that every new player joins in. That they they know they need to to buy into that culture. Um, and but I'm sure Craig Lingard looks for players that that he knows will fit that culture as well because um, yeah. he doesn't want to bring anyone in that might disrupt that um so he's definitely definitely um done that well yeah, yeah i think leeds in super league could do with a bit of what battle they have because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're not they're not doing too well are they god uh, i know i know yeah so um in terms of your media work then are you still doing that with bradford yeah um, yeah i have just um I've just stopped that actually. Right. This end of end of March, just uh, my uni masters has picked up quite a bit um, of work, so um, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, so yeah, I just I just stopped that. But again, I, I enjoyed my time. I did about ten months, and that was um, yeah, enjoyed that. And, yeah. Did 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 you have much experience doing that beforehand, or was it something new? Um, no, I had a bit of previous work experience doing sort of the marketing roles and and things like that. Um, tied in well with my masters um in sport marketing um and that that's what that's ultimately off the field that's the career i want to pursue is that um uh, yeah a, a role in, in sport marketing and sport management um whether that's for a club or an agency or something like that but um yeah it's, it's the field that i really enjoy um so yeah and Obviously, you seem to always want to push yourself going a bit further each year. Are you ever satisfied with like what you've done, or do you always think, right, what's what's next? No, I'm. I don't. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm, I'm not satisfied. I think I feel. I always feel a bit like I because I started late to the game. I've got a bit of catch up to do. Um, and. Yeah, I, I want to. I just want every year to 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 be to to just at the end of each year to know that okay, yeah, I've 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 done the best I've I, I could that year. I didn't. There's nothing that I'd change or anything like that. Um, and look, ultimately, I just I love playing rugby league. I love I love the game. Everyone hopefully plays because they enjoy it, and um, and I'll see where it takes me. Um, but. You know, for now, yeah, I'm I'm happy with the progress I've made. Um, I want to keep progressing, not not in terms of oh, I want to I want to leave this club or do that, but just in terms of my own um, own natural progression um, as a player. And yeah, I'll I'll see where that takes me. But I've definitely enjoyed 
um, what I've what I've achieved so far. Yeah, and in post rugby league, do you not fancy doing a bit of coaching? No, nah, <laughs> co- coaching is not something that's ever ever appealed to me. Actually, um, I've uh, I think I'm going to stick to the to the office based yeah. market side of things for now. But who knows? So, is the goal then? Is the goal Super League then to get into Super League? Um, it's it, look, who, look. As I said, who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't. I haven't really set any goals like that. To be honest, it's just more more short term goals. Um, yeah. To be to, to to have the best season I can each year. Um, you know, anything can happen. Um, but ultimately, I just want to keep learning, keep keep progressing. Um, and keep at, basically keep doing my best for the team because ultimately it's a team sport. Um, the team success is better than any individual success. So um, I'm at Bradford now. I want to I want to have the best year possible with Bradford. I want to see Bradford have a successful season. Um, you know, our, obviously our aim is to make the playoffs um, and then go a step further, a step further, um, and then yeah, see what happens. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah, cheers, Casey. All right, cheers. That's pretty much it for this week. Join me again next week where I'll be joined by Liam Forsyth. Stay tuned for that.